What's going on, you guys? Your boyfriend, I'm back in the building. Episode six, we got our brother, The Truth. He shares nothing but that. I want to say I love you guys. appreciate you guys for all the support on the podcast. Let's get right into it. The Truth, episode six. Fern. Hello. Yes. What's up, bro? My man. What's going on? How you feeling, my brother? I'm good. How do I sound? I sound all right? Close that back. You working perfect. Where you coming from? Uh, where you calling me from? The underground bunker? <laughs> where you at? Where you at? I know you got, I know you got some, somewhere hidden down the side of a mountain somewhere. You know what I mean? The truth. You know what I'm saying? Shut up, y'all. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> now nah, I'm at the crib. I'm at the crib, man, in the studio. Okay, where's home? Uh, well, you know, I grew up in Philly and um, yeah, just moved January 1st to South Carolina. Wow, I mean, yeah. I, I ask you because I know I've been following you forever, man. Like, I remember yeah. we was going to like a youth group and like um, a youth group retreat. I think the year was like uh, 2005. Yeah. Um, and I was hearing your tape and I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, this is it right here. Like, if yo, then it got a chance. It got a chance. You know what I mean? Christian rap. Christian right. rap. Yeah. Right. You feel me? Right. Um, but, but yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yo. Well, yeah, absolutely, man. Me and, um, me and all the pastors, kids, all the PK, shout out all the PKs that grew up out there. Yeah. In and out of them Bible bookstores, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was the, that was the, that was it back then. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's where, that was, went, that's where you went for. That's where you went for your CDs. Absolutely, man. Shout out to mom's always putting one of them things in her bag. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I love she it. She always bring. She mom always like, hey, you need to check this one. <laughs> Is this you what was saying? mom was at this point? Were you uh, firm in your faith, or was mom trying to use the music to kind of reel you in, pull you in? But, you know, ironically enough, like I said, I'm a pastor's kid. So around my younger age, you know, before 18, um, you know, I'm 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 good. You know, I'm I'm going to church. I'm playing the drums. I'm, you know, I'm doing the sound booth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, like everybody knows my story for the most part. But when I turned 18, I wound up, you know, disappearing from everything, kind of disconnecting from everything, and I call it the lost decade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of just like. Yeah, I kind of just dropped off the face of there. You know, kind of like if you get off of Instagram right now for a year. Yeah. Like, yo, yo, Fern died, B. Right, yo. <laughs> right. <laughs> yo, I thought about it. The other day, I was thinking about this. I'm like, yo, uh, this so-and-so celebrity that, you know, was super popping back in the 90s and the early 2000s. And I'm like, yo, whatever happened to that dude? And then my boy was like... Yo, he's killing it. You know what I'm saying? You follow him on my, you follow him on IG. I was like, nah, you know I don't. Right. So it's crazy right. because like if you don't follow somebody, exactly. you might you, think they done fell all it, the way it's off. It's so true, bro. It's so true, bro. It, it is the new lifeline. Like it, it really is. IG, and that's yo. There's many valuable super. Shout out to all the platforms out there. But let's keep it a hundred million. Like that IG right now, you know, there's TikTok, yeah. of course. You feel me? A lot of us still figuring that one out, but shout out to right. TikTok. <laughs> if y'all want to sponsor us, that's what's popping. Um, but like on IG, everybody's there, you know, truthful. Everybody's there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love it though, man. You know? I love it. Yeah. Talk love to it. me, man. Yeah, man. It's it's just been it's been a crazy season, you know? It's been uh yeah. I mean, I mean, if I'm honest. 
you know, I, I saw That's the what other, we need. Okay, so the other day I saw that um, I saw Justin Bieber and I think it was uh, uh, Kylie Jenner. Uh-huh. Um, oh, they okay. were they were both in the hot seat because you know they were posting well, about that. Yeah. You saw that, yeah. They yeah. were just talking about you know how much they are enjoying their homes at this time. You know what I mean? Um, I think Kylie was kind of going into depth about all the work that she put into her house yeah, and how yeah, yeah. good it felt for her to kind of just be able to sit back and enjoy it during this time. Yeah, I guess, I guess I suppose since she's not traveling or you know doing her everyday routines. Yeah. And um, there was, but the, you know, obviously they 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 were in the hot seat because people felt like they were um, being insensitive. You know, to the to the plights of all of those who obviously are not as fortunate as them. I actually understood both sides. Like I sympathize and, and even empathize with all the people who are really struggling right now. That's a real thing. You know, what over six million yeah, people absolutely. that are unemployed right now, anticipating anticipating a stimulus check, hoping that that'll, that'll hold them over. Uh, I can't imagine just how, I mean, we've all been through difficult yeah. seasons, you know, financial seasons. And um, so, I, you know, I could totally relate to it. I understand that I empathize with it, I guess. Uh, but on the other side, I feel like Kylie and Justin and that I'm like, I am totally enjoying this. <laughs> like, I'm totally enjoying this time, man. Being, in, you know, in South Carolina, I'm in South Carolina yeah. now. Uh, we love where we live. You know what I mean? It's peace. It's peaceful. You know, time with the family. I've been, Fern, I've been on a road for like 20, 23 yeah. years, bro. Come on, man. Look, for those who don't know, for those who don't know real quick, because you already yeah. know how this is. Um, when yeah. he says he's been on the road for 20 years, when he say he's been on yeah. the road for 20 years, uh, yeah, yeah. he's been on the road, you know what I'm saying? So like this season for a lot of artists, and, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna let you speak on it, but like yeah. this season right here for the lot of artists that have been traveling, waking up at 345 for lobby calls and LAX and like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, this is a difficult time because yeah. it's kind of yeah. uncertain as far as concerts and things that we, you know, need for our bread and butter and kind of how we survive. So we're going to trust yeah. God on that. I, I feel like I'm getting a, a ton of things done underneath. <laughs> like, like, you know, those like, um, it, you know, it, I feel like it's foundational. You know what I mean? Like I get to like do some retrofit, yeah. some retrofitting and really just like firm up some of my stuff foundationally and you pull it all together. That's, yeah. I hate Zero what's wins. happening Zero like wins. in the world. I hate the fact that so many people are dying. I dying, obviously that's heart wrenching, but there's so much tragedy following this, you know, behind this yeah. virus. So again, it's, it's, a, it's the tension that we have to live in, especially as believers um where we obviously yes, mourn sir. with those who mourn while at the same time you know n without having survivor's remorse there's a there's yeah somebody that i follow um his name is jim quick and he put it so beautiful it's like right now what you're gonna do yeah. with your time and like some people yeah on the internet like hey man you know sometimes just breathing is enough stop putting the stress on it yeah i'm like i get that you know what i'm saying i get that but for those who are yeah. getting it and who um you know who are at home and being creative with their time you know what i'm saying like 
what are you doing with your time? And um, you know, for the most part, what's gonna happen in it? And this is what it is. No, this is what it is. You have a chance right now to refresh, take yeah, out the cobwebs, yes. clean out old closets. Yeah, like, you know, get the start writing. Like we got time yeah. to write projects we didn't think we had to because we had to do fifteen tours. Yeah, and we yeah. had to do this merch drop, and it took up our time. That's what I'm doing you know, right now. That's right exactly now. what I'm doing, bro. Album, working on my book. Write that thing. <laughs> So I got I got an agent for yeah. my book, which is like kind of like it's just such an answer to prayer for me for maybe the past two years or so. I've been working on it and just kind of not knowing necessarily where to go. I've talked to a couple different uh, publishers and things of that nature, but nobody that I necessarily felt good about until two days ago. I talked to um, a guy's name is Alex and he's one of the top four. Um, top four right. agents uh, working in this particular space, and um, now now we have a working relationship, and so I'm super excited about it. My book is called um, "What Do I Say When They Say," and yes, um, it, it's an apologetic book um, that essentially is exactly what it says. It's um, it's wow. it's it's a resource that will help believers to provide uh, bite-sized answers to big questions without doing the heavy lifting. So if, you, uh, if, if you're if you not familiar with apologetics right now, apologetics is basically the defense of the faith. And if we if there, was, if there was never a time that we needed to understand how to engage with people um, that have, you know, alternative ph philosophical, ideological standpoint, um, perspectives or religion, you know, people who have different religious affiliations, it's now. Like we really need to know and understand how to effectively engage with people of other faiths and um and so my my, my book it's essentially bite-sized answers to big questions um it's an apologetic resource yes, book and um and so this this book right this book provides people with hey and it's literally it's literally that what do i say when they say so i'm taking out all the yeah. heavy lifting because if you read a lot of the apologetic material it's very dense you know it's, it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot to take in so my book is intended to kind of take all the heavy lifting out of it and just say listen if you're sitting across the table with your muslim cousin who says jesus never said that he was god so why do you i'm gonna say you say this literally that's it if they say that you say this so it's called what do i say when they say and uh, i'm excited about it bro absolutely man so yeah, for the yeah. most part I, I remember the other day i think it was yesterday you sent me a video um a new joint you got going on yeah, yeah. Um, where you see yourself as far as now you know putting out music do you still feel like you know you know and you know with the argument of bars and everything and you being such a wordsmith when you craft your bars nowadays you know do you see yourself like sometimes man i'm gonna put this out but you know in the way that the world is now, the way that the ear is kind of conditioned to music, more kind of vibes and melodies and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a great question, bro. How you feel yeah, about I, that? How you feel you land in the music? Yeah, it's, it's a different game, but it's a very, it's it's interesting. It's really just a, it's really just about your core. That's what it comes down to for me. Um, you know, your core is your core, you know? And I think that the people who love you especially for me, because I've been in this for so long, 20 plus years, my audience is with me. They with me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like the audience, yeah, the, the audience that has been with me is still with me. And so for, for me, um, it's really just been about, you know, who has been with me. You know, I'm not in a place of like, I want to expand. I'm not, I'm not like, I want my crowds to be, but like, I'm not really on any of that. I'm just like, really content 
I'm not complacent. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's always room for growth. <clears throat> but I'm like super content with, you know, the people who are rocking with me that have been with me for a long time. But I also think it's kind of a myth, bro. Because I've been in it so long, I've seen music evolve about five times over. You see what I mean? I feel like I, I lived through so many different kind of like so, so many of the ebbs and flows in the music industry that I'm not that I'm unaffected by what is currently trendy. Um, I'm unaffected by it. It doesn't doesn't make me think one way or another. Yeah. Um, I just continue to stay my course. Yep. I feel like that's that's the way. Man, like the music that you make has just been some more of like some, you know, these records are just so classic. You know what I mean? Like Here, here's the dope thing about my, my position right now. I'm on the phone with you right now. But yesterday I'm talking with Stephen Malcolm. Last week I'm on the phone with Aaron Cole. See, I You're love my right position. I'm LeBron yeah, in the on the Lakers. I'm the oldest person. I'm the oldest person in the locker room, mm. the oldest person on the floor. But I'm by the grace of God. Your I'm knees still are still necessary. good. And I, 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 you jumping, <laughs> you just uh, your vertical <laughs> is still unquestionable. Oh, I'm still hey, I ain't gonna lie. Song. You know I be sending you the flows. You know what? The, you know yeah. we still out here. <laughs> Heavy. You still out here, bro. So, uh, yeah, bro. So, so for me, man, I like really take pride in the position that I hold right now. You know what I mean? To like be on the hop on the phone with John Keith, or you know, like I know my role. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to do yeah. what everybody else is doing, and I'm not trying to. But but it's not. It's good that I don't. It's almost like, you, you know, it's like you 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 don't want the like you actually want your even though you you and your yeah. parents can be friends, you actually want your parents yes. to yes. be your you parents. Yeah, you need that. You need that. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you need the structure. You need the perspective. Yes, you need the wisdom. You need that that's the kind of space that i kind of feel like i occupy right now where it's about not that i'm saying i'm anybody nah, you don't parent, you but, are, definitely you know, somebody but, uncle though but, uh, 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 the, the uncle i'm the uncle i'm the uncle i'm somebody's yes, sir. bro i'm somebody's uncle yes so you know what i'm saying so so for me man i'm like i'm so like i'm so basking in the the space that god has me in relevant you know and, and here's the thing i even talk about because people ask me all the time like you've been in this 20 plus years how do you stay relevant and i tell them fern you've been spending timeless bro. music that's it bro that's why that's that's it that's why j cole is who he is that's why uh kendrick lamar is who he is that's why yeah. common is yeah. still who he is you see what i mean like it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't really go away it just kind of finds its way but here's what I found, like everybody, yeah. when everybody started turning up, people who are more bars oriented or yeah. more conscious or more just provo provocative in their, and how they want to, and how and what they yeah. want to communicate in their music, their music finds a way yeah, to stand the test of time. But, yes, because because of the strength of what they represent. So, the crafting, so here's the thing, man. it's not crafting about bars. Too, it, 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 turning it, them it's, out. It's crafting, but it's, but, but here's the thing, beyond the bars, yeah. it's about the person. See, people don't, are, people are not just buying into lyrical So much powers. rap now, yeah, Especially you, what you talking about right now? When we look at Jay-Z now, it's less about, oh, is he going to kill it? What's he and it's say? more about what perspective. What's he going to say? Yes. You built that name, that brand, they angle. expect you to say yeah. something, now they're like, what you going to say? That's, that's, that's where I'm at. That's why I put yes, out sir. a song like Never Fail. You see what I mean? 
Uh, if you haven't heard it, make sure you check out my new song, Never Fail. Yeah. The video is out as well. Never no, Fail we'll featuring Greg Cox. Uh, but y'all, uh, my listeners, we're going to put a link to all Oh, yeah, dope. Go ahead. Dope. Yeah, bro. Like, in terms of maturing the culture, you know, like you're saying, a sense of meaningfulness and connectedness to our culture, the hoodies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the, while at the same time, a wisdom and a maturation yes. in content. Because I feel like what can, you, it's, it's nothing like, it's, to me, it's nothing like hearing, you know, 40 year old mainstream artists still talking about popping Molly it and hitting it, the club. It don't hit me. Like, it don't hit me no more. Right. See, it's something about the Nas's, something about the Jay-Z, something about the cult. The coals that as you get, because here's the thing, and this is one of the things that went wrong with, um, yeah. with Christian hip hop. One of the things that I think went wrong with Christian hip hop is that it hasn't mm. matured well, right? And part of that has to do with how it was pigeonholed okay. in its formative years. So in its formative years, many of the leaders pigeonholed it and made it about young yeah. people, made it about youth exclusively. You see what I mean? And what that did, though, is that pigeonholed it and, and people, it conditioned people to believe that the, our genre was only necessary or relevant to, yeah. you know, 18 and under, you see. And but but what happened, what happens is those 18 yes, year olds that you start out with, That's, they become ooh, 30 year olds that, that still listen to hip hop. But the question is, why did we stop listening to Christian hip hop? Why do they go to Cole at that point, the J. Cole? Why do they go to Jay-Z only at that point when they 30, 35? Well, because they're saying things that are relatable the to where group, their, yeah. their stage of life. And so what I want to do, man, is and, and join me in this, bro. I want to continue to grow the genre up and um, and how it thinks, how it processes and yes. aging gracefully. And, you know, embracing the fact that you're getting older and learning how to pivot. Kind of like Kobe did. Like Kobe knew as he was getting older, I need to work on my jump shot more because I can't go to the rack the way that I used to. So his game matured. He was equally as good, but he had to pivot in how he played the game. And that's me right now. So when you ask that question, I guess that's the long answer yes, to it. <laughs> the long answer is, you know, <laughs> I, I think I played the game equally as well, but I pivoted in my yeah, approach. I like that, and I man. think it's I working like well. I who can like kind of look from the outside yeah. in on their own career that's a beautiful blessing and kind of be like i know where i know yeah yeah, like yeah my goods my bads my strengths my weaknesses and here's where i'm at yeah and we still yeah yeah forward. yeah and still attack it strategically yep. even in 2020 yeah yeah so that's why pe people are not used to hip-hop go i love that it is. I you know that. what i'm saying I this is a new phenomenon <laughs> Yeah, Just this is this is the new that. phenomenon. You know what I'm saying? So I I love mm. that I'm 42, bro, and I'm still I, yo, I love in this. I need bro. to hear like, that. This is why I got you. Like, you know what I mean? And I get to be around you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like that keeps me fresh. It keeps me excited. It keeps me inspired. Hanging out with you know KB. You know what I'm saying? Talking music. Talking like it feels really good to me. While at, at the same time, maintain not losing the integrity yeah. of who I am in this you know what i mean so i tell people bro like i, I honestly i don't have any there's mm -hmm. no limit on what i'm doing like it's a great time for us yeah i think graphic designers artists web web designers you know any you know videographers i think this is a really good time for all of us just yeah. people that are in the arts and i think in general um obviously not not all but you know in our field, I think there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of opportunity right now, a lot of opportunity for expression. 
And I think that we can really provide people, a lot of people with what they need because, you know, music has that kind of power, you know, to really help, to really bring, breathe life into the soul. I think it was in the book of Psalms where he says, um, we talked about singing a song, a new song in a yes, dry and weary land. <laughs> yeah, and I think that the beautiful thing about the arts and the, the opportunity that God grants us here is that we provide people with a song. And I think this is the time where people really, I think the re part of the reason why Never Fail is doing so well is because it is really speaking to, you know, where people are right now, wrestling with God, wrestling with, you know, the, the, the goodness of God right now, you know, the, maybe suspicions are raising in the hearts uh, in the minds of some surrounding, you know, the integrity of God and the character of God, um, where, you know, people are really struggling and trying to reconcile his goodness and his love and his power with the current state of things because many people are wondering you know if god is all good all loving all powerful yes, that means he has the capability you know if he's all powerful he has the capability to do something about this um if he's all loving that means that he would not in fact want his people to have to go through this right yeah At least that's how people process it you understand and so people are like well if he's all powerful why wouldn't he just get it? rid of it you know, and then they, that begs another question. Well, when they stop it, that begs another question. If God is all powerful, that means mm. he's capable, but he's not willing. If he doesn't do anything about it, maybe that means that he's not willing. You see what I mean? So he can, but he won't. He's capable, but not willing. You see? So people are really wrestling with these ideas right now and these concepts. And um, the music provides us an opportunity to speak to those many questions that people have. Uh, Swoop has a verse. Uh, me and Swoop just did a. Um, yeah. Swoop is on the remix for the song "Never Fail," and one of the lines I'm giving. This is a, a snippet. Uh, a snippet. Uh, what do they call thing. them? Uh, um, uh, what's this when you? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, when you give it away. What's that? When you give it away. A spoiler. When you give, a spoiler. Give away the end. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. spoiler. Yes. <laughs> this is a spoiler. <laughs> but he says, he says, I'm. He said, I make. Right. He said, I may question your methods, but yeah, never yeah, your yeah. motives. You know, <laughs> and. Um, you, you see what I mean? And we can, because he, he's speaking to where people are real, that real place, that real tension, that real conflict. And we get to do that with the music, provide people with a song in a dry and weary land. So it's such a beautiful time. And, and I know it's yeah. enabled a lot of people to kind of like, you know, like I said, there's different levels to this quarantine. Some people, you know, God be with are struggling. You know, some people were in depression or possibly in more depression. Yeah, some people go in quarantine by themselves um you know totally solo you know what i'm saying yeah, um sure it's a different time for everybody but for those sure, um, and god sure. bless everybody uh we with y'all uh, we make this podcast to hopefully bring joy laughter and hopefully ha help you pass the time that's really why yeah, i made it i really made yeah. it so I could check up on my friends and i knew that the talk yeah. would be legendary because the times were vulnerable and and and, and you know the yeah. main topic was yeah. like the internet's so yes, fertile everybody's scrolling all day we're literally home home right, right. more than ever before and it's just um but it's been beautiful yeah. in my home Cause to be honest with you, one of my main things when I'm on the road, uh, I miss my family. I miss my kids. I always like, I always tell everybody this story. I think yes, I'm always me too, bro. 
But Steve Jobs, I always say this speech everywhere I go. Uh, uh, I was so thankful to Steve Jobs that he created, you know, FaceTime because I look back at the days of like Johnny Cash and like all these other artists that wrote and dressed in black. And I'm yeah. like, yo, he's on a 1957 right. Bluebird with his head out the window with no FaceTime. He's he's sad. He really misses June. You felt the agony in that music. And I was just so thankful that on birthdays yeah. I could call my yeah. daughter Camila and be like, happy birthday, I miss you. But like, you know, just times and just, the times have just been able to just catch up with the musician and and we were able to kind of do that. And, and but that's really my yeah. thing, you know, but quarantining, yeah. quarantining right now and, 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 mm -hmm. and this season, yeah. it's just been something special for me because I was able to jump out and do this podcast. You're a great I podcast. I became a rapper, bro. you know, I be, it was crazy because I was good in English. I wrote, I used to write yeah. a, a lot of short stories, but like always yeah. 20, 25 pages long. And then I, I wound up writing verses. And then I was always good at yeah. like economics and American history. And then like, I'm a good pop. If you do pop culture oh. at a New Year's Eve party, once um, social distancing goes away, once we back, once we can be together again, <laughs> put me on your pop culture trivia team, B. We gonna win. Hey, me too. I'm Oh, let's go. Let's get on it. Let's go 90s. Let's go 90s. Come on. Hey, so look, let's man. So let's like, do it. Uh, you obviously you're working on new music, and we love yeah. that. We love when we have our artists here that they're constantly creating. Yeah. They still feel motivated. Um, You still feel hungry. He said, ladies and gentlemen, he's oh, yeah. 42 years old, and he still, write, he still wakes up and he want to write bars. I need you guys to know. That the love for hip-hop, obviously the love for Jesus, because some, I mean, everybody knows, yeah. and for those who don't know, you'll do your Wikipedias and see the opportunities and the chances and, you know, his role, his journey, the places he's been, the places he could have been, um, because of his skill level. Um, this is not, this is yeah, not like yeah. nothing by chance, you know, you chose this, you, you could have been anywhere, you could have chose to be at, talk about that. Talk about the yeah. beans at yeah. at a top tier level, yeah. right? Top tier level, because that's me. I can say that for you. Um, you being yeah. a top tier level MC and could have been anywhere, yeah, could have been signed anywhere. You come from the golden era, but make a long story short, you choose you choose the Jesus route. You choose yeah. you choose speaking about the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh, absolutely, bro. And I, I mean, to this day, like when I when I record at studios with you know non Christians. Yeah. I had this one dude literally like in the middle of the session, just like I could hear like the I could hear the like I don't think he was frustrated, but he was just okay. <laughs> he, he was befuddled. That's what I could hear. He was befuddled. And he and he was like literally middle of the session. He was like, yeah, he's sitting at the board. I'm in the room with the glass behind the glass. He, he, he pressed the talk back button. He said, bro, why don't you do this for real? <laughs> he said. They say you that. know how much money you would make if you did real I, I gotta rap. say this. Can you believe that when you hear positivity, yeah. you question it? Yeah. Wow. That's going to be the headline for this podcast mm. on the truth. Wow. Can you believe? Oh, wow. oh I want to help you. And bro, we wanna bless that's you, and we wanna it, love you. bro. Uh, oh, screw that. We got to wow, it. Bro. We made it. That's this huge. is what it was about. We were getting that's there. We huge, made it. Bro. Yeah. I always yeah. I always thought that I'm like, yeah, yo, bro. like the skill That's sets it, are there. Bro. There's top tier rappers everywhere. 
There's rap going on everywhere. The talent's undeniable. But yeah. But you say, God bless you. We want to bless your life. We want to love you, Jesus. Did, oh, forget it. Forget it. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. This Talk is this is what the, the Bible means. Our consciousness has become so seared that we think good to be evil. It said it right in that word. Good to bad, bad, and, and good. evil to be it good. Said it in the last days. But that's literally how we process it. I people. love that. I can see it as well as you. And it's amazing because yeah. we know Revelation and, you know, not to get too biblical, yeah. but let's get a little biblical. Um, And we know how the story ends. It, it, it's crazy when you see it yeah. playing out in real time. And the only thing that changes that, because it's fundamentally that's who we are. You see what I mean? Like that, that that's our, that's the, that's the problem with human beings right just like as a like as a like it's just a humanity wide problem the fact that we right that when we when we hear good we yeah. interpret it as evil and vice versa and i think that right and i think that jesus actually you know helps us to identify the root of that problem um because i think we have a problem we have a we're challenged in identifying where does this come from right this this something that comes from outside of me like when we think about evil we don't even think, when we think about evil, we've actually, the, the, the reason why the, we, they, people think of good as evil and evil as good is because of how we've narrowly defined evil. Because when we define evil, we define it as something that can, that causes harm to another person. That's the only way we see evil. Gotcha. So we see Hitler as evil because he caused harm to another, to other people. Mm. You see, we, right, we see slavery as evil because it caused harm to other people. We don't see fornication as evil because mm. what harm are we doing to any other people? Yeah. In fact, it feels good, not bad. <laughs> you see yeah. what I mean? So we've narrowly defined, so narrowly defined evil now that when we're actually confronted with what's really evil outside of the parameters yeah. of the way in which we've defined it, we don't Absolutely. see it that way. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> so it takes God to really give us a new heart, give us sight to see. You see what I mean? Give us a new heart to receive from him because he actually, as obviously the mm -hmm. standard of all that is good, you know, helps us to measure all things against his own character. And then we can rightly define and identify, oh, that yeah. is evil, that is bad. And this is, no, not you see what I mean? And I think when windows are important, even theologically we find this, like Jesus yeah. uh, Jesus often talked about time, like chronos, it was very important. Like he, he, says, yes, he says, now is the time of visitation. Think about that, right? In other words, if you, I'm here now. Yeah, I feel like window, that. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. right, you got to get this window. You got to get me while I'm here now. You see what I mean? And I, so I do feel like there are seasons where, and I, but, but the human heart does something really weird though. And that, think about it. And I've been talking to a lot of, particularly young people about this. Think about how many of us are actually squandering this time. Whether it's, whether it's, you know, with binge watching, you know, Netflix or Hulu or whatever, or scrolling all, you know, you know, yeah. for four, five, six hours yeah. out of the day. And I'm not talking about when it's work related, like what we do, right? But I mean, like you're just scrolling just because you're getting sucked into the internet all day. You, you know, like, that, because there's something about this time that made, I, I remember initially, yeah. I remember like the first week of the quarantine when I wasn't really taking it serious. 
like, I was like, Woo! the day the world Party. stood I felt still. Like, I felt like a sleepover. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like, <laughs> right. That's what I felt. But the moment it clicked, you better, like, you better this lay is down. Actually, like, this is actually a thing. And I think that's what Jesus teaches us. Occupy the time until I come. Right. This is really a rule of thumb for us as believers always. And uh, but just in, in just in terms of thinking, you know, I, yeah, friend, on. that's one thing that hasn't changed. I'm thinking Ooh. all day, every day, bro. This brain, this brain of mine. Like oh, brain, come on. Terabyte, terabyte, brain, terabyte. My wife calls it the gigabytes. Like, oh. my, shout out to our wives, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Holding it down. They are holding it down. And so I'm, um, you know, I'm, yeah. my brain is always going. I'm a critical thinker, uh, sometimes an overthinker. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but my wife is like a super simple. I thinker, love that. And uh, it just, it creates such a beautiful balance in my you know, house I and in our relationship. Yeah, 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 so. Man, we love you and we know during quarantine, times are hectic. Thank you for squeezing some time and making some time for us. Love Anything you, too, you need when you get the book published, when the next um, when the next video drops, I know you got Absolutely. the new video that just dropped or about to drop. Um, and anything you have, feel free to let me know. We'll have you come on the show. Yeah, your, yeah. Uh, your right. family to show. We want to day. represent you. We want to be a big supporter of you, man. We love you. Yes. We thank you again. All right, be well, Truth, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love you, brother. Thanks. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. And just like that, episode six is in the books. I want to thank my brother, The Truth, for stopping by and dropping so many jewels on us. I want to take a special time out right now to thank the community for sharing, subscribing, and letting others know about the podcast. At Fern checking on you on Twitter. At Fern checking on you on Instagram. Shout out to my man C on the editing. We love you guys. Episode seven next week. Peace.